like Jordan. meetings and things of that nature it might be able to kind of give us some insight as to what actually is sean thinking since jordan everybody seems to be you know in on the know without knowing of what to know when it comes he's to gonna go join drew Brees in the booth apparently in the booth in the booth um so we'll talk about that rafael esparza Early lines already for next week's game is his thoughts on the four games that took place over the weekend. That's 115, Marlon Favorite, 215. We'll get his takes here as well. Um, and of course, look, the rest of the show I wanted open today. I think there's a lot we can talk about, not only with the Sean Payton news or again, the reports. How about that? Cause it ain't news. I, I honestly don't think it's news, but that's just my opinion. So I want to hear from you Saints fans. And I also want to hear from Saints fans about Eli Apple. Apparently having a few beverages. That, that's the only thing I can think of. Do you think he had some, some beverages, Jordan, last night when he took the Twitter? Lots, I, saw, lot of I saw a lot of people say. A lot of angst. Hey, at least he's not on this team anymore. Well, you know, again, it is interesting that if you're going to attack an entire fan base. And, and to be fair, he also lumped Saints fans with Giants fans. And I think another team has the worst fans and all the... All this other stuff. Apparently his mom had to deactivate her Twitter account and all this other stuff. Whatever. Look, here's my thing. Um, it, it is what it is when it comes to that. But I, if you want to, feel free to fill in. 800-998-1003 is the way to chime into the conversation. At GCAT underscore 17 is the way to tweet us. At JD Kleber is the way to tweet Jordan over on Twitter. But, of course, the show Got a couple of questions of the day, Jordan. Go ahead, start things off, and then we'll get to the report. Yeah, it's basically what you were just saying. Monday's question of the day: Give us your take on Sean, on the Sean Payton reports from over the weekend, and then the other question of the day. It's going to be a poll question: Best game of the weekend. I'll put that out in a poll. You can vote. You can do that at ESPN Radio Nola over on Twitter, or mm-hmm. call in or comment eight hundred nine nine eight one. Also, I have not forgotten tonight. Jordan, it's time to get back at it. Ready to get back at it? Pelicans taking on your Indiana Pacers tonight, 7 o'clock at the Smoothie King Center. The first of a back-to-back. Do, do I do it today? Or do I do it tomorrow? To have the graph. Tell us about that back-to-back. See, I, I don't know if I want to do it today. He's got a game to call. I want him focused for the Pacers, right? Pell's yeah, coming off that, that win in Mecca. Madison Square Garden, 102.91. We, good vibes over the week. He probably had a nice weekend, right? Nice relaxing weekend. Had a weekend off with the family. Got to watch football, right? Nice and relaxing. Getting ready for the Pacers tonight. I don't know if I want to rile up the blood just yet. Cause he's itching to unload on the fact that tomorrow shouldn't be a back to back, Jordan. You remember this, right? This is a makeup from the Pelicans. 
76ers game earlier in the season. And then they uh, miraculously, uh, everybody got injured. It was COVID. Didn't have enough healthy players, right? Is that that what they said? NBA said, oh, cool, no problem. There's only one problem. The very next day, the 76ers played with everybody that supposedly was too hurt to play, including Joel Embiid, who I think like dropped 40 points the next day. Too hurt to play that night against the Pelicans. The next day. Hey, you ever seen Karate Kid, Jordan? Mr. Miyagi? Clap the hands together. It's apparently what happened over at the 70. The, maybe that's where Zion needs to go, Jordan. How about that? Not, not, not the 76ers to play, but maybe their medical staff team. How about that? Because miraculously overnight, the entire 76ers team that was too injured to play had COVID. Everybody was fine the next day. Just send Zion. You can, you know what? Let him have a cheesesteak because whatever's going on over there, they'll fix it. The cheesesteak will be digested. The calories will turn into good calories, and it will be healthy, ready to play. What about that? What do you think, George? Just right on the that, foot. Then we're going to be reading into that. Why, that. why is he in Philly? I told you why. To get miraculous treatment that the 76ers experienced on that weekend. All right, let's get to it. 800-998-1003. First off, Jordan, the football over the weekend was incredible. Saturday, Joe Burrow and the Titans. What a game, right? Back and forth. First off, the the first three games won by the foot of a kicker. Kickers, that important. 1916, the final. There's one number that stood out, Jordan, in that game. Do you know what number stood out? What number stood out to you? In the Bengals-Titans? Bengals-Titans. What number would stand out to you? Um, Nine sacks. Nine. Look at you. Well, nine, nine. Yep. Nine. Nine Nine stands out. Nine sacks. Burrow was still 28 to 37, 348. No touchdowns. Had that interception. You know, went off a hand, whatever. That's incredible. When you think about it, Jordan. First off, the Titans defense played very well. At the same time, the Bengals offensive line, look, there's coaching involved in there um, that maybe you could have done some things. Again, I always tell you this. You can help with your game plan. You can help with your plays that you call. You can do a lot of things to help Joe Burrow. Do you remember, though, at this time last year? Because I know it's very easy for people to probably go, aha, that's why you should have drafted your left tackle with the first pick. Remember what I said at the time? What did I say? You have a quarterback and you have a playmaker, be in the game. You can compete. You can compete. My man got sacked nine times. For a loss of 68 yards combined. Do you remember the play that set up the game-winning field goal? Do you remember that play? Remember who Joe Burrow threw it to? Was it Jamar? one Jamar Chase? One Jamar Chase. 34 yards, beautiful out route. Not a lot of space on time. Was Jamar Chase the one they selected in the first round? It was. Um, When you have that quarterback, you have a guy that you trust like that. It's really incredible because I saw in the other games, Jordan, Hall of Famers, the GOAT, many will argue, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, absolutely frustrated. Frustrated. 
in their games because of defensive pressure. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers go down to the Niners 13 to 10. Rodgers 20 of 29, 225, sacked five times. Seemed they, they didn't have their flow into it, right? In that game. And we're going to discuss that throughout the show there as well. I, I saw Ralph Marlboro. I, I sent you his tweet too. He's like, are you going to look back at the Packers last 30 years? You had Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, only one Super Bowl each, right? I mean, when you think about it, it's, it has it been underachieving? That said, he got frazzled. You saw that. Brady yesterday. He didn't break a tablet, right? But Brady, as they go down 30 to 27, he was sacked a bunch. He was hit a bunch. He was hurried. Three sacks. Still though at the end again, wider goat, game winning draw. I mean, he had a chance. Had a chance, right? To tie the game and go into overtime. That's why you're good. I was texting you throughout these games. You gotta have an elite quarterback. You just, you have to have a quarterback that makes plays. And then of course, last night, what many are calling the greatest playoff game ever, what many are calling the greatest quarterbacking playoff game ever, quarterbacked playoff game ever, 42-36 in OT, Chiefs over the Bills. Jordan, one of the stats that stood out, and they were talking about it this morning on Get Up. You have to say it like that now. They took yeah, away they the took explanation. Away the explanation. Get up. Isn't that terrible? Get up. Yeah, get up. Yeah, I said that last week. It's almost like now. It's like you don't want to try to get Carver and my wife up in the morning. Get up. Come on. Get up. It's the fifth time. Get up. <laughs> the snooze has gone off. See, before when you had the exclamation mark, it was, get up. And you were excited. Anyway, they had this this morning. In the last two minutes of the fourth quarter, the last two minutes of the fourth quarter in overtime, Josh Allen was 5 of 7, 102 yards, 2 TDs. Pat Mahomes was 10 of 13, 188, 2 TDs. And I heard this morning Bart Scott, right before our show, and others trying to nitpick, was it really good quarterbacking play or poor defense? Man, you know what's missed a lot by analysts and former players? And I know Bart's a defender, and you know, how did Mahomes just threw two regular passes and OT to set that up? And here's, can you make the right decision? You would be shocked. By the amount of quarterbacks that cannot make the right decision. Also, Jordan, that throw by Mahomes. Rolling right, throwing it to Kelsey. The I whole mean, night. Dude, he threw one ball sideways, underarm, whatever, that literally they showed the replay. It was just to the left of an arm of a 6'6 linebacker. He had three that, throws in that game. No, how, how did no, he do that? You, you have to have a guy that – and then Josh Allen. Dude, the plays those two guys made – were unbelievable or 700 yards passing by those two guys, right? And then it's something we've talked about this season, Jordan, isn't it? What did we talk about this season? The AFC right now is sick. Like, that's what I'm saying. This ain't, this ain't anything about Taysom. On a, it's not, you better have somebody that's going to compete against them you in February. saw Ryan Tannehill gave up the ball to set the Bengals up yeah. basically yeah. in territory. Threw it in the coverage. Threw it in the coverage. And again, I go back to... The number that stood out to me of all these games, though, man. And again, I, you know, full disclosure, I've told you, I, I'm who day right now. I'm all Bengals. I, 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 I want to, why, what did I say? Why not? Why can't they? They, they beat the Chiefs a couple weeks ago. Why not? Sure, they'll be underdogs, but why not? That's going to be hard for KC to come back and bounce back with that kind of energy and level. That was their AFC championship game with the Bills. I mean, it, it really felt like it, right? It felt like whoever won that game should go. So why not? I don't know. But my point is this. You get hit and sacked nine times. 
didn't bother a guy, did it? It's unbelievable. So the games is something we can definitely talk about. Sean said this several times. Sean Payton did as head coach of the Saints. Sunday splash reports. That's how he's referenced it in the past, right? When reporters and the countdown shows or pregame shows early in the morning will have a report. Today is Ian Rappaport. Yesterday, NFL game day, early in the morning, Jordan, previewing the day's playoff games. Thanks, Kim. It has been two weeks since the New Orleans Saints season ended, and there's still some intrigue. I am told that Sean Payton has not yet committed to returning for the 2022 season. He has essentially gone dark, and the members of the New York New Orleans Saints organization simply don't know what he is going to do. He's been on vacation, and even some of the people closest to him are not sure if he is going to return. A couple options for Sean Payton. Could walk away for a year, a little mini-retirement to recharge after what has been a difficult season. He could do television just like us. He's been approached by a couple different networks. Or simply, he could return to the Saints business as usual. And coach, if he walked away, Rich, he'd be giving up more than $45 million over three years. Let's just start with the obvious. Not a lot of people walk away from $45 million. Also, as I've been saying, um, not a lot of people walk away from a very secure situation. And I know, I know, you heard it, I heard it too, all these people. Keyshawn, I heard it this morning, I heard it, all these people. Yeah, but they ain't got nothing. And, and I heard from the reports, you know, the, the, the teams deteriorated. They got nothing. Again, clearly didn't watch the season. Jordan, was this team almost in the playoffs? It was. Yeah. Do, do they have a quarterback like the other quarterbacks they did? No, actually, they lost their starting quarterback. You don't know. He was five and two, right? Two games, COVID. This, by the way, where'd COVID go? Oh, by the, they said in the, the NFL, they said asymptomatic players. Oh, are is that not how it works? Test, it was incredible. Out. Just two, three weeks before the Saints' regular season ended, they had to play games that ma- might have mattered. Right? Remember, remember, Mark Ingram and Cam Jordan said they, they, they felt fine post nasal drip, couldn't play. Miraculously, the last two weekends in the NFL, not a single team has had a COVID player sit down or miss a game. It's incredible. Incredible. Anyway, you know how I felt about this. I've been telling you, I don't buy it at all. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. He's got, he's on vacation. He hasn't committed. Why, why would you have to ask him if he's committed? Like, I, I, I don't have any. I, I can't imagine Mickey Owens going, well, have you committed? What? Why would you think you're not committed? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know where this is sort of coming from to an extent. I think I do. I've told you this already, right? Nothing wrong with drumming up a little name, a little love, a little support. It was a long season. Let the, let the man relax for a bit. But if you listen to him all season long, I think he has a relationship and a connection with a lot of these players. I think he still absolutely wants to coach. And I, I would, I would lean more towards retirement than going to another team. That is for sure. But I don't see that. I don't see that. I'm not buying it. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, we will hear from Larry Holder of The Athletic. So we'll do that. And we'll take your phone calls as well. Again, just one guest an hour. And then the rest of the way, we'll open up the phone lines and, and do that as well with you. So quick break. Larry Holder of The Athletic. Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. 
Your new Ford dealership in LaFouche Parish is Calvin Braxton Ford. You may need your vehicle serviced, but you don't want to drive too far. Get ready for some good news. The Calvin Braxton Ford Service Department in Lockport is now open. And better yet, they truly want to keep your vehicle running at its best. Now offering a special on gas-only oil changes, just $39.95 up to 5 quarts. Plus, with four new tires, your alignment is only $69.95. Yeah, Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. Pi Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments, the kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. And with helpful representatives just a call away, it's easy to understand why Pi is rated excellent by customers on Trustpilot. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or go to saveonpi.com. That's saveonpie.com. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the king at 909-KING. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. At Larry Holder is the way to follow Mr. Larry Holder of the Athletic. Covers the New Orleans Saints and pretty much everything. Larry, good afternoon to you, sir. How are you? I'm good, Goose. How are you today? How, how have your little hands dealt with this cold weather? I mean, are you, no, like, it's able fine. To grip anything? Oh, well, again, you you have smaller hands, and so it's it's a less less surface area for the cold and frostbite to get to. You know what I'm saying? And I got gloves. That makes sense. Yeah, I was about to say you you you're, you're freezing in like cold temperatures and use back sweat towels <laughs> when it's overly hot. Actually, I love the cold. Believe me. Um. Look, man, I, I I reached out to you this morning because of of a lot of people that cover this team, and in particular, head coach Sean Payton. Obviously, we were there when they interviewed him. Remember that they did a little presser that you could go and talk to the people that were interviewing for the jobs and stuff. So we've kind of seen it from the beginning. You've gotten a chance, whether it's owner meetings, senior bowls, different events, be able to kind of be around Sean outside of a work environment and things of that nature, and kind of. Get to maybe talk to him, you know, as just probably others in the profession sort of do. So that's why I want to kind of get your take and opinion on some of these reports that we're seeing. I'm not buying that he is going to Dallas or doing all these other things. And I'm having trouble buying that he's thinking about retiring. I, I, I don't, I don't buy it. I hear the in Rappaport report yesterday morning on his non-committal. I'm like, well, why would he have to be committed? Like, why would you think he wouldn't? I just, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. What do you make of all this? Well, this scenario is is not comparable to back after the 2015 season and after the 2016 season, where Sean was behind the scenes 
openly looking for a new coaching job. I mean, you can go back to that and people would chirp, oh, that's not real. That was real. real. All of that was real. In 2015, after that season, he looked into being the Colts coach. He looked into being the 49ers coach. Uh, he looked into maybe being the Giants coach. Uh, all of that was real. And it doesn't matter what you think uh, what about reporting, this, that, and the other. All that is real. Sean Payton's even been on the record with me about the 49ers specifically. So when that right after that was going down. 2016, he had interest in the Rams job. Sean McVay eventually got it. This scenario, to me, has nothing to do with another job. Nothing. I don't think that any kind of quote-unquote retirement would actually be a retirement. I think he just needs to chill out, relax because this season was arguably the most taxing of his career in terms of not just garden variety injuries. Uh, You had to deal with COVID many times. You had to deal with being displaced because of a hurricane for a month. Uh, That disrupted your season. Uh, And then, of course, just transitioning from one quarterback Hall of Fame guy to another one. I think he just needs to take a step back. And that's where I think that if he were to walk away, I don't think he's walking away. If he were to walk away, it would not be to walk away to go coach somewhere. That would be my thought. So this is a different scenario mm-hmm. in all of this. I just think he needs to calm down. Under my, uh, from what I'm gathering, I mean, he's going to be at the Senior Bowl in a couple of weeks. Like, so you're not, if you're doing that, you're evaluating players and things of that nature, you're not walking away. I think he just needs to have his battery calmed down and have it recharged again uh, after a season that was one of the most taxing, like right. I said, of any, of any NFL team and, and one that he's ever had to deal with. I also think, too, when part of these reports that we've read, he's gone dark. He's not answering calls. He's on vacation. I get yelled at by my wife, Larry. If, I, if I'm if i on a normal cat and go vacation, then I'm on Twitter or something like that the first night that we're there, you know? So I, I don't, you know, make too much of that here as well. I, I also look at the season, Larry, and you're right. You brought up some of the adversity and, and things that you had to deal with as a head coach. I also recall how many times that guy was still – competitive the fire was absolutely still there it'll it it almost seemed at times to enjoy well how am I going to win this week with what's presented to me now um and and you heard him talk about how you during a five-game losing streak how, how you stay motivated how you stay focused the locker room that he has and also I think the other thing that stands out to me Larry is I think there's a certain respect level in communication so that's a lot of those players too where I, I almost feel like he feels there's unfinished business to an extent. Am I am I wrong to kind of assume those things? Well, certainly unfinished business just because he wants to win another Super Bowl. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And you still have, if you look at the roster, uh, you still have a roster that – here's the thing. If Jameis Winston's quarterback, they make the playoffs and you never – and we've watched these playoffs. You never know what would have happened. So I think he knows that that is uh, that that is what they have in New Orleans, and the fact that they were 
uh, a Rams choke job away from getting into the postseason. And look where the 49ers are. They have the NFC championship game. So I think Sean knows that that's there. But I, I do think that, uh, uh, that it's something that uh, he's gained and, and maintained a level of big-time respect in the locker room. They play hard for him. I don't think there's any question about that. So a lot of times you have teams where they don't play for the coach. Or, or or for each other, and that's a culture that's built. And I think that uh, that that's something that I, I think he just needs to step away for a minute or two, and kind of let this all kind of marinate, and then he gets back into the swing of things and wants to go full bore. Uh, now I'm not saying after this coming year he might, you know, depending on what happens and. Uh, you know, if if there's if he kind of sees maybe this is time time to step away, and I think that uh, some of that goes into I'm um, I'm delving off into topics, but if he can solidify uh, legitimacy at quarterback uh, this year, I mean, because if you can't, then you're probably having other players that are going to have to walk at some point because this look they got some veteran players, young players who need to get paid. Uh, could this thing disintegrate? And then I don't think he wants to be around for a rebuild. That's my thing. And I don't think this is anywhere near a rebuild. Uh, but you could argue quarterback's a huge problem, but it's it's just something you got to figure out. But I don't think he wants to be around for a rebuild. And right. I, I think that this is not what this is. When you take a look at the the Bucks losing yesterday, Brady obviously right after the game, noncommittal, and has to think about it. Even still, Larry, you saw this year with everything they had, they went to Tampa and shut that team out. I keep saying Matt Rule has no clue what's going on in Pantherville. The Falcons are the Falcons. Still think, man, especially if Brady retires, I mean, this is the Saints division next year. I mean, that, that's how I honestly feel. At the very least, they would be competing with the Panthers and Falcons, which I think on the field they can be competitive with if not do that. So, you know, that, that's why I keep thinking to me, it, it just, it, I, I can still see it running back, you know. But when you look at this division, if Brady leaves the Bucks, they're in trouble. Because they have a lot of players as well that are probably not going to be back next year. I don't think Brady's leaving. So I, I think that uh, just because he doesn't say something after the game, this, that, and the other, I don't think he's going. I don't think he's leaving. So, But they do have some question marks. I mean, uh, look, you wonder if Chris Godwin's going to come back over there. They've got some other, uh, uh, you know, personnel things that you want to have to deal with over there. And so uh, – where do you go? Uh, but yeah, I think that uh, I think that the Saints, uh, and I think just even fans, uh, forget about what's going on everywhere else. Because mm-hmm. if you can't fix your own ship in New Orleans, there could be some fluky winner in the division. I mean, what if all of a sudden the Falcons get their act together? I don't know. Uh, you know, so I think even if uh, the Bucks have. Uh, have their issues and say Tom Brady does walk away, which I say I don't think he will, but say he did or does. Uh, you know, I don't think there is a, uh, you know, there is, it's, it's a total given that it's the Saints division. I mean, I think they have to uh, fix their flaws on offense. I mean, that's a huge problem. I mean, if they can't do that, uh, they'll be kind of the same team they were this year. So, you know, I, I think that, uh, but I, I don't think Tom's going anywhere, but hey, I, uh, you know, I, I may have been wrong once or twice in my entire existence of life, but I, I'm willing to bet that I'm not wrong on this one. Could you see Tom coming here? No, I don't see that. 
No, I, I, I don't. I don't. I think if Tom once Tom's done in Tampa, so like I don't, I don't, I don't foresee that happening. I think that ship sailed once Drew stayed uh, one more year and uh, Tom went to Tampa, and uh, the rest is history. Do you think Aaron Rodgers will be here? No, I don't think he'll be here. I think the most viable place he would go to, and you're seeing kind of some uh, potential uh, uh, breadcrumbs right now. Uh, the uh, the Packers offensive coordinator and Nathaniel Hackett is getting a second interview today in Denver. That might be a place they go. Hmm. And uh, because also the Broncos have done this before in the past, a la Peyton Manning, why not go get Aaron Rodgers? Uh, but hey, I mean, it would be a it would be a tall order for Aaron Rodgers and the Broncos to even win the division, given how the AFC West is with right. the Chiefs, and then uh, look, the Chargers are right there, and the Raiders made the playoffs, so it wouldn't be it wouldn't be too easy. But uh, to me, and I could tell you, it's like that it would it would be in the mo of the Broncos. But the, look, Rodgers might not even go anywhere, so I'm I'm not I'm not holding my breath that right. Rodgers is traded right now. I know there's been some chatter, you know, could it be San Francisco with Shanahan and his offensive mind there, and they have a pretty good defense there in the NFC Championship game. Um, he's always kind of wanted to go play there. I mean, I, I'm with you. Me, I'm him in the NFC. Name me some quarterbacks that are better than him. I mean, AFC, you got you got some talent over there, man. Well, San Francisco, the problem with trying to go there is they drafted a quarterback number three overall in the last draft. Right, uh, and so that has to be that future, and maybe not uh, Aaron Rodgers going there. Well, what about Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, that this is it's open conversation, uh, even in media interviews about Jimmy. If he, whenever the Forty ers are done their season, if this is his last game, uh, because if they want to move on to Trey Lance, you're not keeping Jimmy G. So right. where does he go? Uh, I'll throw this out there. Does he become a consideration for the Saints? I don't know how many fans would be in love with that, but you got to consider his name in that mix if you're looking at quarterbacks. And it, It's amazing, Gus, that how long have we not had to talk about quarterback trades, triangles, hexagons, octagons, quarterbacks, you know, 10 quarterbacks. Like The Saints are in the position where Sean Payton always talks about you never want to be in needing a quarterback. And then and this is where the fact that we talk about all these other places and players and such, it's all the Saints have to be connected to all this. And this is rare uh, rare air right now in New Orleans. One of the last things I want to wrap up with you on this too is if anything, this past weekend's games showed you you better have one, right? Incredible football, but Larry, you better have a quarterback, man, and, and the guys that we saw this weekend Really put on a performance, and, and I'm all who day, dude. I am all about the Bengals. Why not next week? I mean, that's what I've been saying for the last couple of weeks. I've been using the phrase "Why not them?" And Joe Burrow after the game said, "I'm tired of the underdog story." Well, you see those quarterbacks, and let's let's go through them. Uh, look, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, okay, I guess he did it, uh, sort of. Sure. Uh, how about you talk Joe Burrow? I mean, that's a number one overall pick. Right, uh, Mahomes is Mahomes, and Josh Allen is incredible. But they they are first round top ten picks, and then you go to the Rams. Matt Stafford, they just got him. They traded an arm and a leg 
and a thigh and a foot <laughs> to go get him. So I will circle this thing back around in the scene. Mm-hmm. If you want a quarterback and you're seeing how this thing happens in the league to be a winner, how much is too much to go pay for one and trade for one? Uh, the Rams paid a ton. If they get to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl, it's all worth it. But mm-hmm. if it bombs out, it bombs out. I mean, look, that's uh, that's what the Saints are facing, and they're watching it play out during the playoffs, specifically uh, with three of the four quarterbacks. Because, I mean, look, say what you want about Stafford. Uh, he makes the big boy throw, gets him to win the game, uh, even though he, he made some boneheaded plays over the last couple yeah. of weeks. Gorgeous throw for sure. At Larry Holder's the way to follow Larry Holder of the Athletic. As always, man, appreciate the time this afternoon. Take care, bud. Hi, Goosey. See you, brother. There he goes. Quick break. Phone lines open. Want to hear from you, Saints fans. It's the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. Is it COVID? Is it the flu? Or another type of respiratory illness? Looking for a flu or COVID vaccine offered in the evenings or on weekends? Lady of the Sea After Hours is reopening on Monday, January 10th. Our staff of healthcare providers are here for you Monday through Friday from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Walk-ins welcome, no appointments necessary. Located directly in front of the hospital on West 134th Place in Cutoff. I'm Ben Utech. I played high school, college, and pro football, helping my team win the 2006 championship. It was an amazing day, but it can't compare to the joy I feel every day with my loving wife and three beautiful daughters. My football career ended after I suffered my fifth concussion. Did you know that over a million athletes suffer a concussion each year? That includes boys and girls, every age, every type and level of sport. It isn't always clear that a player has had a concussion. So parents, athletes, and coaches need to learn about concussion signs and symptoms. The American Academy of Neurology recommends athletes thought to have a concussion be immediately removed from play and not returned until assessed by a healthcare professional trained in concussion. This isn't just about sports. It's about your brain. When in doubt, sit it out. Learn more at aan.com slash concussion. That's aan.com slash concussion. A message from the American Academy of Neurology. Good afternoon. Let's hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Bounces, deals, deep down the right side. He's got Cup running down the hash marks. He reels it in at the 15. Cooper Cup has the catch, tackled at the 12, puts it down in game-winning formation. Jordan, your honest reaction when you saw that. When we saw him catch I'm like, oh, God. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people don't want, like, Brady and the Bucks. I, I absolutely don't want the Rams to win. I I just don't. I it's honestly the, it's don't. It's the weirdest. It's completely out of 
whack in the NFC right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would have thought that the 49ers had a chance to make it into the Super Bowl at the be- very beginning of the season. So, And they have a chance to do so this weekend. Crazy. Um, I absolutely loved the games over the weekend. Again, all about the Bengals and what they were able to do. Um, what do you think, Saints fans? 800-998-1003. You heard Larry say, you know, that, you know, Sean in the past has looked at jobs in the past. He doesn't think this is the case. He thinks this is more of a stepping back and just kind of, you know, digesting things. But he also said, as he just did with us, that his understanding is he plans on being at the senior bowl to evaluate talent. So there goes that. Earl. Thanks for calling us here on the show, sir. What you got? Hey, Goose. Happy Monday to you, my brother. Hey, Monday, and happy man. happy belated birthday, Goose. Thank you, man. Hey, hey, Goose. I didn't hear the thing <laughs> about with Sean. It, 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 they said something about him maybe going in broadcasting next year. Year, I, I really don't know what was going on with that. No, I mean, anything. Ian Rappaport says he has options, and one of them is that a network has reached out to him, and several okay. other networks perhaps to gauge interest about. Having him on as an analyst. And look, Earl, I'll be honest with you. <coughs> Excuse me. If you listen or watch a lot of these pregame, postgame shows, I mean, it wouldn't, it, he would be one of the best already, you know, to be honest oh, with you. No um, I think he's very smart when it comes to the game. Uh, and, and I definitely think he would enjoy having those types of conversations and things of that nature. I think he's he's going to be really good uh, if, if he chooses to do that. I just, right now, I just see this guy w- wanting to be on the field, you know? Um, I think oh, he yeah. enjoys that too much. Not to say you can't step away. I mean, how, how many years people still are trying to get Bill Cowher and Jimmy Johnson out of the, you know, the Fox oh, and yeah. CBS set? So, I mean, I guess in theory, he could step away, do a, Year or two of broadcasting, recharge the batteries, I guess, and then come back. But, you know, then you need the right situation. Then you need the right team and all. I I, I don't know. I I just yeah. hey, I don't Goose, see it right now. Let, let's talk some football, man. Hey, uh, what, what I mean, them, them games yesterday, man, I mean, this weekend was, was unbelievable. And it just uh, – I want to get our team back so bad. Right. Um, the – I want I want your thoughts, and I know uh, Garoppolo made that you know that that, uh, that corner pass towards the end zone. The guy picked it off. It seemed like he's he has one play that could come back and haunt him, and it might even be this weekend. I mean, what's your thoughts on him, Gus? And would you take him over Jameis right now as a uh, you know quarterback for the Saints for next year? What's Jimmy your thoughts G, on Jimmy G over Jameis? Yeah, on Jimmy G. No. Yeah. Okay. See, uh, here, here's why. I, okay. I'll tell you why. And, and I thought Ralph did a very good job. He was tweeting. I saw him tweet this. And, you know, we, we speak with Ralph on Wednesdays here, Marlboro. And he brought up something that could, I guess, could cut right to the chase. As much grief as Kyle Shanahan deserves in blowing two Super Bowls for his play calls in those games, mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan, as Ralph puts it, and I agree, is probably Sean's equal, if not maybe better. You could argue when it comes to play calling, right? I mean, we can say that, right? That he's as good. His formations, his schemes, the things that he does on the offensive end, his mind goes there. Sometimes he 
He gets a little too cute. Look, Sean, early on in his career, got a little too cute, right? Hey, 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 Goose, he's a young Sean back in the day. 100%. So, to Ralph's point, if Kyle Shanahan can't fix Jimmy G and get him to play in that system that is built for success on its plays, just like Sean, would you be getting kind of the same kind of quarterback here? Does that make sense? So when I look at it from that perspective, I think of what Sean wants in a quarterback and and what worked here with Drew and why I think he liked Jameis or liked and still likes. Can you do what I tell you to? (laughs) Can you run the system and the scheme? Can you make the good decisions? Look, we only got a small sample of Jameis. And the decision-making, you heard... Jameis say it was harped, 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 harped on by by Peyton. Making the right decisions, making the right reads, making the mm-hmm. right calls. Don't turn the ball over. Jimmy G, you, he, Kyle Shanahan over. doesn't trust him. I mean, I, you know, to, to completely give him the game. Now, what's frustrating is you do see at times the, the game-winning drive against the Rams. You saw him play against the Packers. He can make those plays. And then he'll 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 also hurt you. So I don't know, man. I I think if you had to take, I, and I wouldn't even say the lesser of two evils. I think he has a re- relationship already with Jameis. I, and I'm talking about just to your question, if he's presented yeah. with Jimmy G or Jameis Winston, I think he has a relationship with Winston. Winston knows the offense two years already. I, I just think if he had to choose those two, I think he would rather be like, let me go with the guy I can, for lack of a better phrase, control or coach up. Does that make sense? I agree with that. Hey, Goose, real quick. The, uh, uh, what do you think the time frame for Jameis coming back where he'll be 100% healthy? And if the Saints would have to, if they will pull a trigger, because you know other teams uh, might uh, might make Jameis an offer, right, Goose? So yeah, when absolutely. do you think this, it's sooner the better, right, Goose, so we can go ahead and build our team for next year and, and play for a championship, right? Well, again, free agency comes in March, so you got to wait for that to happen and it's two ways right he has to want to be here and the Saints have to be able to make that offer and want it to to make sense and do those things um so we won't know until free agency starts because he's a free agent if he wants to come back or not I'll say this in terms of timetable coming back uh there's a guy playing in the AOC championship game that around the same time blew out his knee two ligaments and Joe Burrow he started the season Mm. so I I think you know seeing photos and videos how Jordan of Jameis Winston working out. He's doing stuff on, you know, standing on one leg on a medicine ball, which isn't easy. So I, I don't have any doubt whatsoever that I think he'd be ready to go come training camp. Let, let, let's do it, man. Uh, look, we're going to be there next year, and, and I'm going to call you uh, for the beginning of the year, and we're going to be playing the music, Gus. Always a pleasure. You enjoying, baby. Sure, man. Take care, buddy. Uncle Earl. Um, My buddy Derek just texted me this. Ready? What about Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Parker to Tampa if Tom Brady retires? Why would why would why would Rodgers want to do that? I think the a lot of people are talking about this morning Tom Brady leaving because a lot of those assets are going to be gone. So yeah, why would Aaron Rodgers that, even that's consider? where I was going next. That's where I was going next. And Dominica Sue, a couple of other players. Contracts. Derek what are you doing with Fournette? What are you doing with some Gronk, of those receivers does Gronk as well? Come yeah. back? So I think that's why there's a lot of belief that Tom wouldn't. I don't think Tom's done. 
No. I think he, he could still be very play. mobile in the Which pocket. Which is why I asked Larry, I'm like, could he come here? Now, Larry doesn't think so because he says that ship sailed. He was coming here. They're, 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 he was going to, he was going to take the Saints job. And then Drew decided to come back. Could he come here? Jordan, you and I talked about this during a break. It's indoors. You know the division. You know what I'm saying? I think he absolutely trusts Sean. If Michael Thomas is back, he has a number one receiver. He has a guy in Camaro that can be on the backfield. That guy might be able to bring a receiver or two. What if they can get Devontae? I don't know. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I could see that happening. In terms of, it would, like, if you make that argument to he and his agent, you're not going to be hung up on or laughed at. Does that make sense? But, again, is that Larry seems to think that if Tom calls it a day with Tampa, he calls it a career. I think, like you heard Aaron Rodgers say yesterday when he was asked about his future, I think they both think they can still play. Now, obviously, one's younger than the other. I think Tom Brady still thinks he can play. Where? That's the thing. And the NFC. I, I, I was going to say, dude, I ain't going to the AFC right no. now. <laughs> that is a that is a battleground. We'll be back. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Purple boots and a golden dreams. Standing there like a Tennessee queen. Singing, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Singing, oh, oh. <laughs> Conquer the cold at Barker Kia with these hot deals on our entire lineup of new Kias. These Kias are packed with our value and technology. Best of all, they all come with our famously low Barker Kia price. Come take a look at the ultra sporty 2022 Kia K5. That includes an 8-inch touchscreen lane-keeping technology that all comes standard. Or drive home in the new 2022 Kia Sorento, the third-row seven-seater SUV with standard features like smartphone integration. And, of course, we have to mention the all-new Kia Carnival MPV. The SUV-inspired van has a radical departure from the usual. Now, that says it all. So come conquer the cold with a hot deal at Barker Kia and get our famously low Barker Kia price. And you know all these new Kias come with a 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. That's Barker Key and Homer, or shop online at BarkerKia.com. Come see me, people. Warranty is a limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com, a retailer for details. When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year, and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets makes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets King Cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home. For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, sight-standing seam in over 20 colors, plus 26 and 29 gauge AZ-50 and AZ-55 gavel backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic-coated Galvaloom. Buy direct and save Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516, online at reedsmetals.com. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. So I was having this conversation with Jordan, 800 during the break. Feel free to give us a buzz. Two questions of the day, Jordan. 
Yeah, the first one, best game of the week over on Twitter. Was it the one that was played against the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills? Or was it the one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Rams, the Bengals at Titans, or the 49ers at the Packers? Right now leading the way was hands down Bills at Chiefs. I clicked the Bengals. Did you really? Mm -hmm. Why are you making fun of me? I'm not making fun of you, but it was obviously the the best game of the week. I don't know. Nick Pearson trying to kick the Bengals into the AFC Championship. Harris, the snapper. Huber will hold it. 52-yarder! Swings the leg, McPherson! He's got it! Cincinnati wins! Dude, 52 yards is no chip shot. I mean, some of these kicks these kickers made, and by my mind you, in the cold and all that stuff, man, it, it really was incredible. Really, when you think about it. Right? So we were talking about this during the break, though. If you're Rodgers, you're considering where to go. And you, you, I'm with you. I'm staying in the NFC. I'm saying that. I'm Rodgers. I'm the best quarterback in the NFC. Brady's my only guy that I need to compete with. Um, but could you see Tennessee? They got a good defense, a good coach. That team plays hard. You have King Henry. Some receivers there as well. That division's not strong. Well, if you go there, then, hey, guess what? You're, you're going to be competing for the rest of your career to make it through that gauntlet of a playoff because Justin Herbert's going to be in there for the yeah, next couple yeah, of years. He and he wasn't even, yeah. like you said, and Der- Lamar had a down year this Derek year with Carr, the with He's the not a Ravens. bad quarterback no. either. Where is he going to go? Is he stay? Shane, thanks for calling the sports hangover. What you got for us today, man? Hello, Shane. Hello, Shane. Hello. Hey, buddy. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hey, now. How, how you doing? doing? All right, I got a question. Why do the Why do the people in New York hate New Orleans so much? They want to. They want our coach. They want us to lose our coach. They mm-hmm. want their unbeaten player on our basketball team. They wanted the the uh, street clothes days before that. They just. I don't know if it's is it jealousy or what is it, but it seems like the people in New York just hate New Orleans for some reason. I call him Anthony Street Clothes Davis because he's always in street clothes. <laughs> Shane, I had that at the ready. Thank you for making me play that. Um, I don't look here. Here's my honest opinion. I don't think they hate per se New Orleans, the fan base, or the teams that play here. What I think happens, and it's just based off of being in the business and things of that nature, right? A lot of these national guys. They, they either read stories, headlines, or what people tell them about said situation, right? Like, you know a lot about, say, Pell, Saints, Tigers, Tula, whatever around it, because you're from here. So you're probably right. more invested and you do that. If I asked you about the Dolphins and the Tua situation, you're probably only going to be able to tell me what, what you saw reported. So what I'm getting at is this. I think a lot of the times the people that say those things... um see a headline or two, make an assumption or two, or told something or two by somebody that has an agenda. Does that make sense? Right. Like, the the Rich Paul AD thing, I mean, again, there was an agenda. 
to get him out, right? right? When you right. look at the Zion thing, there's the agenda of, hey, wouldn't it be great to have the Mecca here and, you know, have everybody there? I'm not saying necessarily it's his family or things or his agent or things like that, but it's people that would benefit from having that in there, right? Does that make sense? So I think yeah, right. when you see something like this, like I don't think Ian Rappaport or oh, was it Mike Garofalo or something like that, that, you know, that reported this yesterday and Michael Lombardi, who is patting himself on the back yesterday, like he reported some breaking news. Um, and you know, here's my thing. I don't think those guys wake up in the morning and go, how can I screw New Orleans or make up something to upset the fan base? That's not how it works. Somebody right. called in. Somebody text in. Somebody right. that I think, again, you know what? What, what are we doing the last several days? What did we do yesterday? Talked about a coach who's not in the playoffs. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that elicited my dad yesterday evening texting me. Are we losing Sean? It elicits emotion. It makes you go, Oh no. It gets the organization to go, What, well, what do we, what, what, what do you have to do again? It would be like I go on vacation. Hey, Jordan, enjoy the show next week. I'm taking a week off to go see my wife. Like, I didn't commit. I didn't, but I didn't not commit to coming back to the show. You know, I, I, that's why I, it's a, it's, it's, it, it was reported Shane in a way where if it's wrong, well, all he said was he was non committal, non committal. And there's some people that are speculating that if he's right, right. he can say, well, you see, people have been whispering. All he's saying is what people are whispering or assuming. Those reports about Sean Payton, to me, are no different than you, me, and Jordan go have a beverage after this game and some wings. And then we just start doing what we just did on the show a little bit ago. Well, what about Aaron in Tennessee? Could, could you see Rodgers going that? And then somebody hears that and says, you know, there's some people that believe that maybe Tennessee could be a good fit. Now, there, there's no news. I didn't talk to Rodgers. Nobody spoke to Aaron. The, the Titans haven't made a decision. It's just, well, you know, I could see him retiring. Yeah? I could see him coaching somewhere else. Yeah? Or I could see him coming back. Well, hot damn, that's a hell of a report. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, but, again. It's been awfully quiet, Sean. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, he's on vacation, and he said his team's not in the playoffs. What do you want him to do? Yeah, he's, uh, he's going dark. He's going dark. <laughs> he's going dark. I know. Exactly. He hasn't responded to me in yeah. five hours. He's I text gone dark. Jordan five times a day, and he texts me back. And I might get back to him at 10 p.m. sometimes. And it'd be, I went dark. I'm busy, or, you know, I'll get to it. So, I, I don't make a ton out of that. And, again, I, one of the key things I took out of the interview with Larry earlier today he plans on being at the Senior Bowl. That doesn't sound like a guy that's retiring. Right, right. Goose, I got another question for you. Mm-hmm. Can is there any kind of way that we can give what is his name, Jose Maserati, some of uh, Sazerac pay? Jose Alvarado make ten million a year, and because <laughs> we can give Jose Maserati a little bit of that money. You know what? And, I like um, that. Um, I, I'll tell you what. Um, NIL is working in college, man. Maybe we can get him sponsored by some people to, yeah, yeah. to hook him up over here. What a performance, huh? What a performance. Yeah, right. I, one more thing I want to ask you too, Goose. Mm-hmm. And I, I always, and I always, this, this question slips my mind, and I always hear people say, 
oh, the NBA is better when the Knicks are better or the yeah. NBA is better when the Lakers are better. Mm-hmm. Who told people that? I think the NBA and the NFL are doing fine. It doesn't matter if, if the Pittsburgh is good or if the Lakers are good or New York is good. And the whole mecca mm-hmm. of, I mean, you can't be the mecca and you haven't won in 50 years. I, you, you ought to lose the title of the mecca or something. Huh? Mm-hmm. Um. Like I said, I, I think it's 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 areas, it's hosts, it's shows that would benefit from having yeah, those areas actually have something to talk about, you know, because literally you put on Get Up or any of these other shows, the one that preview, you know, precedes us, Bart Scott, you know, New York. New York. All the others, they're miserable. All I hear is them complaining yeah. about how bad the Jets are, how bad the Giants are, how miserable they are here. And so, you know. Whatever, man. I like I said, I honestly don't spend five minutes thinking about quote unquote big markets or, or those you know teams and things of that nature. I, to your point, I I saw games this week that included big markets, included small markets, and, and they were really good games, right? Yeah, very the best games I've seen in in F forever. I would say. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Thank you, Shane. All right, done. Appreciate the phone call. Um, so Sean Fazan, Fox eight sports seconds ago, seconds ago. I haven't heard this, right? You just showed it to me. You just turned your, your laptop to me, uh, Jordan and Sean just tweeted Fox eights saints owner. Gail Benson was asked about Sean Payton today. It's nine seconds. Here it is. No, Sean, we don't know. You know, who knows? <laughs> we'll find out soon enough, I guess. I don't think any of us know. But he'll let us know soon enough. Now, that's interesting. Is it interesting to you? Who knows? I don't know. Anybody knows? He'll let us know soon enough. It's kind of like the, the, the Drew Brees thing, you know? Yeah, but here's my thing. The one thing I do take out of that, though, that is interesting, though, that, again, she's like, he'll let us know soon enough. So maybe there is something to the fact that he says, maybe I need to think about coaching. I don't know. I, I, I do find that interesting to hear the owner say, well, I don't know. Who knows? And we'll find out soon enough. He'll let us know. Again, I'm under the assumption that why would you think he's not coming back? Unless something was said to make you think he's not coming back. You understand what I'm getting out of here? Well, unless it's contract things. Remember you said, hey, this might be his... His guys trying to get more money. Like I said, I just, but again, he's going to be leaving 45. He's still going to get 45 million over the next couple of years. Hour one is in the books. We'll take a quick break. Your thoughts on what Gail Benson just said. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans.